What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live against all people that hell can conjure. All the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send up to them. Hello, hello! Welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. Why are you so calm, cool, and collected? Because we're going to talk about evil. Oh, okay. I'm in my wheelhouse. I'm in my wheelhouse. And today we're joined by Bjorn and a very special, a very special young lady. You know her. You love her. 
If you've ever followed uh, Freya, a.k.a. Unpopular Opinion Queen, you've almost certainly seen her in the live. The one, the only, Gigi. How are you doing? Woo! I am phenomenal. Phenomenal. Damn it! Phenomenal. Phenomenal. We're good. We're good. So today we're going to talk about the reality of evil. Uh, I wanted to wait. Uh-oh. She left. Oh, I wonder if her device died. I know she had to plug it in and she was freezing a lot. So. Oh, that's possible. So we're going to talk about the reality of evil. Uh, and apparently... It was a topic too hot for Gigi to handle. Her device went out. Probably an apple, so it's already 95% evil. No, there we go. There her, her device banned her just for... Uh, <laughs> just for <laughs> showing up. <laughs> showing up. Thanks for showing up. Well, we knew the censorship was bad on one end, so... But, uh, so... Speaking uh, of which... This is probably a good idea to let everybody know that uh, apparently YouTube is a bunch of fascists and they don't like us and we're not going to be able to go live on YouTube. So we'll be live on Twitch, Rumble. Rumble, DLive. The fuck is DLive? DLive is probably the most unregulated of the live streaming services. Uh, (gasps) She came back. Came back. The very next day. Kinda. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> She's over there eating that You know what? You know what it is? It's karmic justice because your freaking McDonald's machine works. Look at her chugging that thing like a college kid at a frat. I'm place. sure it's frozen. I'm just oh. saying. Oh, okay. Here I thought she was just having a kegger. <laughs> I have. She all over there. I have sucked almost the earth thing. Oh, there, it's almost gone. I'm going to have to leave and go get another one. (laughs) And you didn't even have the common decency to offer. Those of us who live in red states and then those of us who live on the shunned island of Long Island, you know, a McFlurry because none of our McDonald's ice cream machines fucking work. (laughs) Oh, I can go get one too. I I live in, uh, yeah. Bjorn? Yeah. I know the audience (laughs) can't see this. Fuck I know you, you both give me the finger. Listen, I'm not saying I'm going to. I'm lazy as fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so, well, we're going to talk about the reality of evil. It has been a little over 24 hours since we had this horrible shooting. And I am embarrassed for my side and pissed at the other side. The fact that we have. The conspiracy theorists, which would be my side. Which would be my... What? They're multiplying. It's like a gremlin. You put water on it and it expands. She ate the McFlurry and... So... So we sit here and... uh, We have the conspiracy theorists who are screaming already false flag. They are calling it some huge uh, 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 a distraction, a recreation of Sandy, Sandy Hook or whatever. Uh, it was to disrupt the Texas elections. It was to sit here and trigger it so that they would do uh, 
push gun control measures, on and on and on the conspiracy theories go. As a matter of fact, some people are even claiming it was a deep fake and never actually happened. And then you have the other side, which is the side saying, um, it's, while we're remembering these kids, let's uh, focus on George Floyd. You just want to get me... You just want to get me angry before we even start, aren't you? We are talking about the reality of evil. These are evil tactics. And then you have... Wait, hold have, on. I'm not done with that race-baiting son of a bitch. I was just going to list them. We're not going into fucking detail right now. Uh, <laughs> and then... Right? <laughs> and, and that's good. Keep that energy because we're, we're, we're going to have a good one. So uh, then you've got Beto. Cuck Beto. Who sits here and decides he wants to run in on a uh, on a uh, Ab- Governor Abbott's uh, fucking press conference and start blaming him for everything that's happening? And then you have all of you know all of the other people that are blaming whites and white supremacy, and you have you know or guns are bad and we need to take everybody's guns and. Why does this happen only in America and not in other countries and blah, 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 blah. And we're going to hit all of those points. But because somebody is chomping at the bit, we're going to go straight to the Barack Obama statement. Do you have the article or do you have the tweet or do I need to read it? You probably should read it and let them know why I'm angry. All right. I will read it. So. Earlier today, if you didn't know, today is a celebration. Woo! We're celebrating George Floyd two years clean and sober. And uh, so, <laughs> President, former President Barack Obama tweeted, As we grieve the children of Uvalde today, we should take time to recognize that two years have passed since the murder of George Floyd under the knee of a police officer. <laughs> His killing stays with us all to this day, especially those who love him. In the aftermath of his murder, a new generation of activists rose up to channel their anguish. In parentheses put, right? Into organized action. Launching a movement to raise awareness of systemic racism and the need for criminal justice and police reform. Inspired by these young leaders, at MBK Alliance launched a reimagining police pledge for mayors and cities ready to take action. If you're wondering how to help make things a little better today, here are some ways to get involved. I'm not going to go any farther into that tweet thread because... I can't delete Twitter so hard. But, okay, now here we go. Uh, uh, go ahead, Sir Tier. Permi- permission to, to go full send Professor Fuckerfields? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Cool! Class is in session! Ladies and gentlemen, this race-baiting son of a bitch has <laughs> can't even focus on 18 innocent Hispanic children. Let's just put them as children. 18 innocent children died without turning around and having to speak highly for a convicted fucking (laughs) felon who was a piece of shit and wasn't breaking the law. He wouldn't have been in the position he was to begin with. So instead, fuck the kids, fuck the innocent people. Let's just go ahead and talk about the criminal. And at the same point, you you turn around, you realize, wait, you know, if y'all hadn't fucked up and fucked with the police and maybe let them actually do their goddamn job, like, I don't know, be armed 
while they're providing security for the fucking school? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, this wouldn't have happened. On the flip side, is nobody going to point out the simple fact there was a goddamn gunfight between this asshole and police, and no one locked the fucking door? Maybe you should educate people on what to do in a situation instead of just blaming everyone else but the fucking criminal. Or the fact that there was a that the shootout actually started 15 minutes before he breached the door. He didn't even breach the door. He opened it. It was fucking unlocked. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Entered the entered the facility. There was a shootout so, prior to. Most, you know, look. Anybody who makes this about politics and what happened at that school is fucking disgusting. And it could be the right, it could be the left, it could be indifferent. Anybody who does it, if you're a fucking independent, whatever you are, it's fucking disgusting. But unfortunately, the world we live in is when you look at George Floyd, it's uh, cops versus uh, the black community. When you looked at um, Trayvon Martin, this fucking race-baiting piece of shit ex-president we had, did the same thing. It made it about white and black, even though George Zimmerman is a Hispanic male. It became about white and black. Okay, uh, <clears throat> you know, and then they start posting pictures of uh, Trayvon Martin from you know with this big toothy grin from seventh grade, even though he's a grown ass man who's six three. Right. They use it to divide the country. They use it to conquer. And at the same time, you know, Sandy Hook, which was a fucking ridiculous tragedy, insanely sad. That became an assault on uh, Republicans, uh, 2A, the AR-15. It became a rallying cry for the Democratic Party. And at the same time, it's not about fucking politics. A, a loss of life is a fucking tragedy regardless. And people who throw their politics in it are disgusting. Go ahead. I'm so glad you brought that little bastard up. Let's talk for a second, because that was one of the first times they really, really, really broke out the whole whitewashing bullshit. Have you not seen the pictures they have of this of this kid now? I'm they're looking for them. They're, they're ignoring the fact that he was mentally ill. They're ignoring the fact that he was a pedophile. They're ignoring the fact that he was fucking transgendered and a crossdresser. They're ignoring the fact that he's ex Hispanic. In fact, they're lightening his fucking skin to where he's almost the same color as me. Okay, so that's hold what on. they're going to do is they're going to twist it. They're going to bend it. They're going to make it fit a narrative on either side. Even, you know what's even sad? our side's going to do it. Now, you know? I want to ask everybody insane. here. When you first saw the article and it said 18-year-old man shoots or opens fire school shooting, whatever, 18-year-old man. All of you bet that it was a minority and not a white person? Or was that I'm just gonna me? Be honest. I, I'm going to be honest. When I saw 18 people shot and I saw that there was a uh, new national news coverage of a shooting, I assumed it was somebody of our uh, complexion because that's the only shootings that get reported on. I think they did too. Think about it. I think they did too. Because how many shootings in the last couple of weeks have we, or last, what, two months, were carried out? Since, the, begin since the beginning of the year, there have been 27 school shootings. Now, think about this, though. How many of those have been white people shooting them? Uh, I don't know. I'm not keeping track. When I was looking at the mass shootings. I was looking at a, at, a, uh, at the, the <clears throat> this year and mass shootings. The vast majority of them were not white. We but did the, that the, the only podcast. time it ever, the only time it ever gets mentioned is when it's white people. And I'm sitting here. Oh yeah, yeah. 
How we the did fuck talk you about say, that on that. Yeah, how the fuck are you going to say this is a white people problem when the 75% of the shooters are not white? Wait, let's watch this one. Ready? This is not a video. This is just a picture. I was going to have Gigi do it, but I think she's having connection issues. So let me show you this. This is a grouping of articles from different news sources. They are the same picture for both. <laughs> you remember those um, glasses that the infomercial used to go on, the blue blockers? <laughs> you, know, the ones now where you got the glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I can see a difference. ABC <laughs> News altered... Salvador Ramos's photo to appear more Caucasian. It's so fucking insane because it is, is the same it, picture, but they've they've edited that other one. As a matter of fact, not only did they edit it, but they totally removed any appearance of looking transgender in the article at all. I got to be honest; I'm surprised they even mentioned that he was uh, an illegal alien. He's not an illegal alien. Is I he? Because I know that he was in the school. He went, and this really brings us to what we need to talk about. The evil is real, right? Is the fact that in this kid had an aspiring career, not career, but school history until two years ago. What happened two years ago? We taught these children. And we sit here and we cause them to suffer from anxiety and depression by making them afraid of their own bodies, the bodies of their family, the bodies of everyone in society, to not see a face. Society is responsible for what that child did, for what that kid did. No, the, the fact of the matter that they make it so acceptable to have a, a safe place, safe space, and, and let people run and channel their anxiety or say, you're triggering my anxiety or you're triggering this or you're triggering that and not teach people how to have fucking A, conversations and two, how to properly deal with their emotions. Right. Is, you know, is another example of how we're getting to the place we are because there's nothing like when I go, going to a safe, safe place, safe space because you're triggered to sit there and let it fester and not actually deal with it, to run away from your fucking problems and sit alone isolated that is doing nothing but brewing insecurity and paranoia so we before we go into uh because i don't think that conspiracy theory i think they need to let if you want to do conspiracy theories fine but you need to let people heal and mourn just a little bit before you start calling them fucking false flag people Right before you start saying that, oh, they're just you know they just got moved. They didn't really happen. This person's a crisis actor. But before we go and we focus on the evil in our society and the mental health issue that you know that we're causing our children because our children are killing themselves at the highest rate that we've seen in a long, long time. I want to sit here and focus on Beto O'Rourke. I have a video. I want you to watch it. Uh, pass the mic to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Excuse me. Excuse me. 
Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down and get away. The next shooting is right now, and you are doing nothing. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to each other. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Now, you may may not like what uh, you may not like what Beto had to say, but. There is a time and a place. But, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. But you have to admit that he's doing it for clout, first of all. But if it was somebody, like we know that it is somebody on the left, right, and something was to happen to them, the right would be just as guilty. You're, the blood is on your hands of these children who died because we've done it before. As a matter of fact, as soon as his name was released, people were yelling at Joe Biden from the interwebs talking about it's because it's an illegal immigrant. It's because of this or it's because of that. He's a lefty. It's because transgenders are mentally ill. They were screaming that as soon as they found that information. What Beto did was disgusting. But the people on the right are just as bad. Again. Anybody who makes a political issue out of this is is fucking deplorable. I know we love that word, right? The deplorable. But you I know. don't get why people are blaming the gun, or they're blaming the governor, or they're blaming and or, or they're blaming. Maybe you could give some some to the school because they didn't lock the doors when they first found out, right? Well, most schools are supposed to. Be I looked locked into anyway. it. I looked into this. You know what's interesting? He's 18. It's illegal for him to have that firearm to begin with. No, so it's for not. You, it is in Texas. No, it's not. For him, it was. No. He passed the background check. No. Yes. How? So Because what? a long rifle is only 18 years old in the state of Texas. That's not it's, what he used to shoot. He used a handgun. It's illegal for him to have a he handgun. He did not. He used an AR-15. A Daniel Davis DD. Uh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Because I just got done reading before earlier when I was working on the on the mower. I was listening to the reports, and they said that he used a handgun. No, there might have been a long gun involved, but I know his picture showed a long gun when he was he, posting online. The report they said I heard that they, was that he had both with him, but he used he did. That's the but that's but the AR fifteen is what he used. Ah, I'm gonna look at up because I've been talking. Are you? Are you? Are you confusing with the article where it came out that the guns he had in the house he shouldn't have had or or what legally he couldn't passed, have been in the house no, because, because, because they were the, the gun control debate is already like up and they're li- they're mm-hmm. pulling up facts and articles. He was licensed to have the rifle. He was so, he passed background checks to get the weapons. Not the so, handgun. It's illegal what, for him to have a handgun under the age of twenty-one. So in Texas, 
his grandfather is a convicted felon who's on parole and is not supposed to be living in an area with handguns. And his grandfather said he didn't know that he had them. Are you sure you're not confusing it with that, Chum? Because he, I believe, he lived with his grandparents. I think he. Should... <clears throat> All right, I'm looking. I am too. He could carry a handgun without a license. It says in order. Well, okay, I'm looking at Texas State uh, Law Library, and it says that you have to be 21 to carry a hand uh, to carry a handgun. No, I'm looking at the. I know on the long gun, you're right. 18 is the age for a long gun. But they made a comment that he also had a handgun when he went in for the when he was at the shooting, which was illegal for him to have. I'm looking at he had a handgun and a rifle. Yes, because I'm talking about the 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 laws that just got passed through. Right. And the only reason that he would be able to carry a handgun with the laws that just got passed with HB 918, if you're between age of 18 and 20, the eligibility to get a license to carry a handgun, if you're protected under certain types of protective order or a magistrate's emergency protective order, he did not have either of those for him to have the handgun was illegal. And the point I was going to make was everybody keeps talking about controlling guns. It's like he was a fucking criminal for even having the gun to begin with. What makes you think they're going to pay attention to the law anyway? Pretty much anybody who has any type of case in family court, uh, order protection, domestic violence, right? It's illegal for them to possess guns for the most part. Um, but again, when this this is where the debate, the gun issue debate comes up, and it really pisses me the fuck off. It's because people are gonna say, "Well, let's just ban guns," you know. And there's that uh, old saying, and people call it bumper sticker mentality, but it's it's true. If you outlaw guns, the only people who have guns will be outlaws. Because you think when they outlaw guns and they start going around collecting people's guns, the people with all these illegal guns are going to just say, "Oh, it's against the law. Let me turn it in." And now with three D printing and whatever. Whatever there is, we're we going to outlaw three D printers now too. Like, what the fuck? There's always going to be some. No, that that genie is out of the bottle. You cannot yeah. ban guns. It, it is not possible. <clears throat> now that the technology is out there to three D print guns, you're you you can't outlaw them. It'll never happen. But they're going to try. All you right, so you, you get where I'm coming from. That unless he had a protection order, which he did not have. It was illegal for him at the age of 18 to be carrying a handgun to begin with. Well, okay, so here's here's the thing, right? Here's where they're going after Texas on. And, and this is what's causing the confusion. Texas just passed a law that you do not have to provide a license or a permit to carry a handgun. If so you're over people, the age of 21. I get that, dude. But nobody stopped him before he pulled the gun out and went, hey, motherfucker, can I see your license before you shoot me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was already illegal. But so is fucking committing mass murder in a school. 
that's not going to stop him. I'm just saying that the reason he wouldn't have been stopped by a police officer for just carrying one on his hip is because the the loss and this is not my argument. This is their argument, right? Is that he didn't have to have a license to carry a handgun regardless of his age because they're not going to go, "I know I don't have to stop you for your handgun permit, but I need to stop you for your driver's license." Does that make sense? I get your argument, but that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. If I see somebody that looks like this little twerp walking down the road, of course I'm going to ask how. Old I get, he is. I get it, but you're you're hateful and, and prejudiced. No. <laughs> well, <here's another> thing. <laughs> no, I'm not. Everybody's talking. But the reason the reason we even went down this tangent though is because everybody's going. Well, if guns were illegal, he wouldn't have been in this position. Like, are you fucking shitting me? He was already a criminal for owning the goddamn handgun to begin with. What makes you think that he was going to pay attention to not shooting people? Fair. Can I, point out the, can I point out the irony and hypocrisy of this? Is the fact that we're dealing with uh, a whole class of people who, when they're stopped by police officers, refuse to give ID because they know their constitutional rights and they, they don't have the right to be ID'd. But then when you have a constitutionally protected, uh, you know, right to own and bear firearms you know then then it's okay to tag uh id and license people and request them and make them uh you know produce upon request you can't have it both ways it goes it goes back to the old argument you can't have it both ways you can't sit there and say if you're referring uh, to sovereign citizens who refuse to give their id when they get pulled over i hope those sons of bitches get pepper sprayed right every fucking time <laughs> I'm referring to everybody <laughs> who's ever sat there and told a police officer, no, you cannot have my ID. Or, I know my, or my favorite, or my favorite, you need a permit to carry a gun. You need a permit to buy cigarettes. You need a permit to fucking drive. Why can't we get rid of that one and just let everybody drive? IDs are racist, right? Yeah. Isn't that what they tell us all the time? You need a permit right. for a gun. You need a permit for you know getting a loan. You need a permit for opening a bank, uh, a license for opening a bank account. You need ID to drive. You need you need insurance for just about everything. But you plane. don't need ID to vote. Yeah. Oh, how about you know you had to you get licenses for everything, but any asshole could have a kid and then try to fucking abort it. Don't 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 get me started on that because I have a really really strong hate for the state of Maryland at the moment. Sorry, G. I love you, G, but I hate your state. <laughs> You're about the only thing we love in Maryland. Oh, I don't know what you're doing, but I can mime too. <laughs> oh, Chum's in a box. He's in a box. <laughs> Maryland must have crappy internet. It's no, a, it's, it's just a, it's, it's, it's I'm surprised I, I'm surprised you guys can hear me. No, no, no. It it's <laughs> it's the uh the 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 alphabet mafia, the letter agencies trying to catch Gigi up on the lists since she joined our podcast. Now she's got to be on all of our lists too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Hurry up, install the software. She's got to notice. All right, but no, 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 that that brings me to to really what I want to talk about the evil, right? The reality of evil, 
all of these people on the left and the right, well, okay, mostly the left in this particular argument, that sit here and say, it's the children. We need to take away the guns for the children. I just want you to think, we live in a society right now that is at the brink of civil war because uh, they, the left wants the ability to kill their babies in the womb. And the moment that they're born, they want to convert them into the LGBTQ mafia. They want to excuse maps. Please spare me that you give a fuck about the children. When you have spent everything in your agenda to fuck them up, fuck them over, or straight out fucking kill them. Hey, Chum's going to be a jackass. Hey, I hope whoever's listening, if you want to, this is a perfect soundbite. I'm giving you a warning. I don't want to hear a goddamn word out of the mouth of any lefty or Democrat after you're wanting to go ahead and kill all these children in the womb. Just call it a late-term abortion and fuck off. Yeah. Because this outrage that these people are showing for a school shooting, and I'm going... It's horrible. Do not get me wrong. I am not detracting from that. But you're literally killing hundreds of thousands of babies in the womb every fucking year. And you want- You kill 6,000 children in the womb every fucking day. Yeah. Day. In the United States. Well, when we kill, moral we kill a million children in the United States through abortion alone. Do not tell me that you care about 19 kids. It is because you are using it for political points. It is because you see a way to sit here and grab more control and grab the fucking intention. Spare me your fake outrage. When they started saying such things as, well, a birthing, a birthing person should really get the baby's consent to breastfeed. Shit like that. You never heard that? They can shut the fuck up. Okay, I need you to reread that quote for me, Pops. Which one? The one from, was it Voltaire? Oh, those who will get you to believe in... Absurdities? Absurdities can make you commit atrocities. We have... We have... We've reached such a moral low point in our society that we believe that men can be women. We believe that men can have children be get pregnant. We believe that life is cheap. We've dehumanized everything around us and you want to be surprised that one of your little motherfucking experiments got loose and turned out to be a fucking monster? Look, get the so, fuck out of here! No, the only men, reason... Men were... Go ahead. Men were only able to have babies until the uh, topic of Roe versus Wade being overturned in the Supreme Court came up. Then, then it was men. Sh- men don't have any uh, say in in this discussion whatsoever. Then it became a, a woman issue again. Well, let's be honest. If this dude with the mental disease of transgenderism, body dysmorphia, had ran inside with a six-foot dildo and beat the children, he would be praised as a fucking hero trying to convert them to the LGBTQ mafia ways. But it's because they used a gun, which is why they hide the narrative that he was a professed pedophile. It is why they suppressed the fact that he was transgender. It is why they wiped him off of social media in less than five hours. But guess what? 
I have the recordings of his YouTube videos. Just saying. I have the photos from his Instagram pages. Because as soon as we found the name, we knew it was a race against time. You're like the fucking Wizard of Oz. Who? You. You're like the Wizard of Oz with the shit that you get and find and come across. <laughs> just tap, sometimes, just tap together, <laughs> sometimes there were things I wish I could not see. I, I can imagine. Click your heels together, chum. There's no place like home. No, 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 no. I'm one of the midgets, you motherfucker. I yeah, he's already home. I don't, I don't have ruby slippers like you, okay? <laughs> they're, they're Uggs. Get it right. <laughs> they're, they're ruby Uggs? Is that what you're saying? R- R- ruby Uggs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. No. I think in pictures, you jackass. Sparkly! <laughs> <laughs> I just saw, I just see Bjorn in fucking Ugg heels. The, and the this is his hairstyle. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of sparkles. I learned it so, from watching you, chum. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we sit here and we live in this society where it's okay to do all of these things. Where it's okay to indoctrinate the child. It's okay if, if adults admit that they want to fuck little children and we stopped calling it pedophilia and started to call it minor attracted persons where we've tried where where we have ted talks about how we need to decriminalize and destigmatize pedophilia we live in a society where it's okay to sit here and live and act like a shitty person because of your mental health Simply because it's your feelings. And these are the same people that go, gee, I don't know why. I don't know why we don't value human life. You spend (laughs) nine months, sorry, in Maryland, ten months trying to kill the motherfuckers before they're even born. Then if they have a... Then you try to convert them into whatever twisted ideology you can. When they near the end of life, you offer to kill them off with euthanasia. So spare me about your value of human life. Hold on. Not only does your value of human life fucked up on both ends of the spectrum, then you break it down into gender or whatever multiples of genders you imagine. Color. And then even in those color, you break it down into gender. And then it becomes politics. So now is it not just gender, color, gender, politics, sexual preference? You have split and divided people so much that, of course, everybody's become so tribal. And humans as a as a race... When you're in the tribe, nobody else fucking matters. It's survival of the fittest, which means fuck them. It's all about us. Well, not only that, but look at Freya's lives. How many times have I said, please do not argue personhood? Because the moment that people start debating who a person is or is not, atrocities happen. Genocides happen. 
There is only one divide on this fucking planet that means anything, and it's class. Where so, you have the uber elite who are trading everyone, treating everyone else as fucking serfs and slaves. That is the only divide that matters. And, and that is why they can't let us focus on that. Why they bring up all of these things. So on one of the, when I first met you guys, I was, it was through a live that I did. I was on with Freya and I was talking to uh, this young lady who we were talking about statistics, right? And we were talking about facts and numbers uh, that had to do with, she was talking about systemic racism. And when I said, well, if you really want to get into facts and you look at the FBI uh, statistics, black on black crime, the more uh, I, she goes, there is no such thing as black on black crime. She goes, 93 percent of all violent crimes acted upon a black person will be because of another well, black person. And what I said to her, I go, wait, so but there's white on black crime. She goes, there is. I go, but there's no black on black crime. She goes, it's just crime. And I said, you don't get to pick and choose your statistics. You don't get to pick and choose who commits the crimes and who does it. It's statistically broken down like that, and it's used against us. Don't call it a right-wing talking point. And if you want to go a step further, and I didn't say this then, I should. The only the second thing that's killing the black community more than the black community itself is fucking abortions. Yep. Statistically speaking, statistically speaking, the most dangerous place for a black person in the United States is in the womb of its own mother. That you are more likely, if you meet a pregnant woman on a bus in New York City, she is more than likely to go kill her child than she is to go give birth to it. Now, we're not going to mention it here, but we might do it in the other, other chat. I went and looked up the video you were talking about. Which one? The baby meal. I bet you don't have some of the pictures I have, but you... Probably not. But let me tell you, if you want to see... If you want to see evil, look no further. I've been in third world countries with dictators that didn't do that to their own people. Political dissidents. Yeah. But we're doing it to kids here. Because they we put don't that... want to have the consequences of responsibility for having sex. Let's just put it out there. You wanted to fuck around, but you don't want the responsibility because you're too much of a sack of shit to either wrap your tool, get on birth control, or maybe, just maybe, like what all these fem Nazis want to do right now, and go, well, we're not going to have sex. We're going to withhold sex until they uh, they see things our way. And everybody else on our side is going, oh, I want you to say that again, but slower. Imagine, we live in such a fucked up place that the feminists and pro-abortionists have literally gone back to the traditional way of thinking. Absolutely. They went so far left, they ended up right. What the fuck? Uh, anyhow. We're all just looking at that like, uh, boys? We have one! Catholic churches. <laughs> It's it's insanity, but like I know my stance on homosexuality is different than some of some of 
us in this room. I'm a lot more lenient. I'm like, fuck it, whatever two consulting ad- uh, adults do, I'm not going to judge. Uh, it's just not my thing. But on the same note, when we've reached a point where we are literally pushing an agenda that is a minority, not even like we're pushing, what was it? We, we figured out it was what uh, less than 0.6% of the population. Yes. He's transgender. We're pushing this and trying to well, normalize. Well, right now, right now it is 20% of millennials believe that they are some sort of LGBTQ plus because it's trendy. They also were sucking on Tide Pods. Fair. I thought that was your generation that was doing Tide Pods. Fuck no. My generation was the dumbasses that figured out, hey, these kids are sucking on Tide Pods. Let's put it in a vape pen. All right, I'm not proud of it, but at least we use technology and up the game. <laughs> oh, you were the cinnamon boys. Got it. Yes, we were the cinnamon boys. <laughs> Fuck. I thought that that had gotten memory hold. Uh, well, anyway. And, and the fact of the matter is, even if it was 6% or, you know, now you're saying 20% of millennials, that number only, the number only skyrockets because of the indoctrination in schools where it's being encouraged and you have a confused kid or, or an outcast or somebody who doesn't know where they fit in. And to some, and I'm not saying this is everybody. Look, I'm, I'm with you, man. Live and let live. I don't give a fuck what two consenting adults do. It's none of my business. I just don't want it fucking thrown in my face. or I have to adhere to fucking ridiculous fucking pronouns. You know what I mean? Uh, Freya's going to be mad at this. And I've said this before and she's gotten mad at me. I didn't care what your color was until you shoved it down my throat. I didn't care what your gender was until you shoved it down my fucking throat. I didn't care who you wanted to sleep with as long as it was two consenting adults until you shoved it down my fucking throat. At this point, I'm sick and tired of it. If you want to do you, do you, boo-boo, but leave me the fuck out of it. That, well, that's what but saying. now it's not enough for me to ex- it's not enough for me to be like man who cares what you do between two consenting adults now I have to be like yeah rah 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 go gay go gay go trans I'm like shut I no I do not have to celebrate your lifestyle you know there 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 comes a, a fine line when people fight for equality and then fight for supremacy. Uh, supremacy. And that's where we're at because it's literally, like you said, 6% of the population or 20% of the population, whatever the statistic is correct, for consenting adults, it's being um, pretty much, like you said, shoved down our fucking throats in every aspect of our life. Even now people in jobs that aren't political, but even people who don't believe in this are being asked to wear pronoun badges. Like, if I don't want to wear a fucking pronoun badge, then why should I have to? You know what what I'm talking about? There are places in New York City where if you own a business and you mispronoun, misgender, whatever, use the wrong pronouns intentionally, it is considered malicious and you can be fined up to $250,000. They can kiss my red ass. Excuse me? For you know, people sit here and go, I can't believe that the bakers just wouldn't bake the cake because it was the little, little step down the slippery fucking slope that means that everyone's going to accept it. So, one of the big debates 
in some of the Bible studies that I'm in is why do you focus, not me because I don't, I don't care, but why do people focus on, Christians focus on how bad homosexuality is, but they don't focus on stuff like adultery or it, it's not as big of an issue. Why is one sin focused on more than the other? Because and for oh, go ahead. Hot take, and I've said this before, but that's because it's easy to point out the big bad one according to your according to the Bible. It's easy to point out the big bad one, but nobody wants to admit that they are guilty of adultery. Adultery has become one of the most common practices in our society it's as a whole, fucking including yeah, including Businesses. Christians, including pastors. Well, are we supposed sorry. to hate the sin? I'm sorry. Are we supposed I, to hate the sin and not the sinner? When does the love and tolerance uh, get thrown out the window and we become judge, uh, no. you know, judge, judge, uh, jury uh, over everybody? Live your fucking life and let other people live theirs, but don't make me adhere to your rules. And 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 that's what I want. That's what I after after listening to the shit that happens on TikTok, I was hit with an epiphany. The reason why people go after homosexuality uh, because it's not the big bad in the Bible that everybody thinks it is. The Bible kind of throws all sexual immorality, which by the way would constitute adultery in the same group, as the same. But why is one? looked at as the big bad and the other one is not. And I will tell you why. It has to do with pride. An adulterer who walks into a church, hold on, let me finish. An adulterer who walks into a church to confess his sins is shamed, right? He comes in with a feeling of, I done fucked up. If he's actually seeking repentance, right? I fucked up. I made this horrible mistake, right? However, if a homosexual walks into a church, how do we treat them? Because we don't want to be thought of as bigoted or hateful. We go, oh, you're so brave. Oh, you're so brave. And they're like, worship me. Worship me. I am, I am, the, I am a great gay Christian. I am a gay Catholic, whatever, right? They walk into the you church. And they, okay, fine. But. They sit here and there is no repentance for it because they don't believe it to be a sin. You are forced, and it has to do with pride. You are forced to accept their way of life. And think of them as strong and brave. Brave and beautiful. They, they're, they're so strong. To come out in a hateful society with the Christians, instead of going to the same way that you do to the adulterer and go, you have committed a sin. If you actually see redemption or forgiveness for your sins then you need to sit here and turn away from it we would tell that to an adulterer but we would never ever tell that to somebody who's gay <laughs> that was one of my biggest issues with organized religion and again i'm not hating on 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 anyone. yeah you don't have to say it anymore you've said it in like every other episode I, we've done yeah i know but i feel i feel bad because People like you and people like my parents, you all live your religion, but I, I see other people, and it was the biggest turnoff for me was, or one of the biggest ones, was watching them classify sin. 
I mean, if it's the Bible that I read, then sin is sin is sin is sin, which means you're fucked either way. Well, like you I, have to I, ask for permission. I, I disagree you have to ask with for that. forgiveness. I, I disagree with that. The wages of sin are the same, right? You're, the wages of sin is death. That is the same. However, God does distinguish certain sins. For example, for, for example, uh, yeah, tie the millstone around the neck and throw it into the sea. Right. Or the pastor who leads his flock astray. He's going to face a double punishment. His is more severe. So you can't tell me that there's not a distinction between how they will be punished. The wages are the same, but the punishment varies. Yeah, but I mean, I <laughs> watch people that ignore adultery or they ignore theft or they ignore um abuse but then they harp and harp and harp on you know homosexuality or they'll they'll harp on what day you worship on and i'm sitting here looking it's like okay what the fuck it's that it's that flip side we've done the same thing with our society outside of religion where certain things are considered heinous and those aren't necessarily heinous things but the the more heinous it gets like the more actually heinous and, and evil it gets the more we laud and try to normalize it. Well, okay. Here's how I look at it when it comes to the church. And it's probably the same with society, but I have more experience with church, right? It is, it works like this, right? I can attack that one because I know that that's what I'm not. Mm. I'm not going to sit here and judge somebody with adultery. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wail on that sin if I'm guilty of it myself. I'm not going to wail on a thief because I'm guilty of it myself. But I'm not gay, so I'm going to take all of my rage and hatreds of sin and focus it on that one. I have said it to people that we have debated with. Me does think you protest too much. Fair. (laughs) Fair. I don't know. I just... It annoys me because I, I started looking back over the last 30 years and looking at the norm, the the fact that people are, are normalizing some of the most heinous things. That even throughout history, people have been like, that's fucked up. But now it doesn't mean anything. Now it's almost like a badge of honor. Oh, look at him. He's an edgelord. The, well, look. the Romans destroyed the Carthaginians, even though they had a treaty with them. Simply because the Carthaginians wanted to, I, I know I'm screwing up that name, wanted to sacrifice their children to an idol. And the Romans thought that that was barbaric. The Romans, the people who had fucking Roman torches, where they would dip Christians in tar and light them on fire while they were still alive to act as candlelights in their garden thought that the Carthaginians for sacrificing their children were fucked up. That should tell you something. The Romans were pro-choice. Uh, pro, pro, pro-life. Pro-life. Sorry. Excuse me. They were uh, pro-choice in everything else they did. Everything else. <laughs> if, if you look at what's actually going on now in, 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 you know, right under our fucking noses is society's trying to erase our, our history. You know, in every <laughs> aspect, and I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's even, um, full. You know, I don't think religion's falling short of that. I think people are trying to rewrite everything, and, and yes, you know, a- including not just our American history, our heritage, or, or 
how we gained independence, but also our religious beliefs, our re- religious rights. Our and moral freedoms. compass has yeah. been so skewed. That's why I refer to, to, to this nation as either being purely evil or morally ambiguous. So back in the 1980s, when the religious right, right, started to make its rise, right, uh, into politics with uh, (laughs) Reagan and stuff like that, uh, you guys are, well, Gigi, you might be, Mm -hmm. you might be, but do you remember when they first started to come to power that you had? Uh, that you had pastors who would step on the stage for the first time for a politician and endorse a politician to get the the religious right to vote for them, right? And they would make statements back in the 80s like, and this is one of my favorite ones, is that God, looking at our society, God is going to have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Fuck yeah. That was in the 80s. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, 40 God. years later, now? 40 years later, and we're in we're in the midst of Romans 1. God gave them over to a depraved mind. You know what I mean? Listen, hell is empty. King. What was it you said earlier? Hell is empty. The devils are here. And I, yes. I told you that Satan's here actually writing down, getting ideas, because even he can't make this shit up. Listen, <laughs> Martin Luther King... Malcolm X, Ronald Reagan, a bunch of people rolling over in their graves with what's going on today. And what if this is purgatory? <laughs> Could you imagine Malcolm X? Ma- imagine t- going back in time, and I would love to do this. I would go if I could go back in time, and I could bring one person from the past back to to right now. I would bring Malcolm X back so he could look at everybody and go, "I told you all, the most dangerous person for a black yeah. man to trust was a white liberal." <laughs> Well, what's funny is I would take, if I had to pick the best civil rights leaders, right, it would be Martin Luther King when he was young, right, when he was doing the actual marching, and Malcolm X when he was old. Old, yeah. Because he mellowed out and Martin Luther King got more extreme. Yeah. Well, when Malcolm X learned the hypocrisy of... uh, you know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and uh, Louis Farrakhan and all, or all, you know, what was actually going on and started speaking up. It was Muslims who killed him, you know, yeah. be, you know, and look, I, I honestly believe, and if you look at Martin Luther King, who fought so hard for equal rights and to end segregation that we're now, it's not only a, a, a color segregation, I mean, we're segre- we're segregated by everything now. But we do like, it to ourselves. Yeah. In the name of progress, we have regressed yeah. further than we ever were. You know, <clears throat> we're all slaves on a pan- on a on the plantation of the elite now. The just <clears throat> dumb part about it is, is our chains are invisible. Well, you know, no, what? they're not. They're right here. Yeah. Look, okay, yeah. look, I was I was trying to be delicate. Pop, I know I'm about as delicate as a sledgehammer through a screen door, but <laughs> pops. When you started, when we started the podcast, and we were talking about, um, you know, we were talking about statistics and numbers, and we were talking about how they're overwhelmingly in history, the m- number of kids committing suicide is at its highest it's ever been. Right? Yes. Right. 
You ever hear Billy Joel say the good old days weren't always good and tomorrow's not as good as it seems? It's not as yes. bad as it seems, you know what I mean? Like, well, the good old days weren't always good, but... Only the, the name, good die young. Yeah. <laughs> in the, <laughs> wow. In the, na- in the name of progress, you know, <clears throat> we're trying to get away from traditional values and look what's happening. Suicide. Murder. Uh you know, uh, fa- uh, fatherless children, abortions, all these numbers are crime uh, higher than it's ever been crime higher than it's ever been. You know, they did so much to protect us. They got rid of pesticides. They started recycling the whole in the ozone, aerosol, this, that in the sixties and seventies, the earth was overheating. And in the eighties, nineties and two thousands. Now, uh, no, the world was freezing now in the eighties, nineties and two thousands, the world is getting too hot. Like all this shit for social change and justice and longevity in this life. And all we're doing is eating ourselves alive. Eating ourselves alive. It's all part of the plan. And on Friday, I'm going to talk about that specific plan. If I make it to the, if I make it to the broadcast, I'm going to break down the World Economic Forum. I'm going to ah. break down uh, the, the WHO, uh, the WHO Treaty. And how long they've been at it. Well, I saw something the other day about somebody from, uh, uh, I think it was um, the Who, uh, the World Health Organization and somebody else, some other organization within the UN bragging about that they have the technology to follow people and monitor their carbon footprint, the amount of money they're spending and what they're eating. And they were bragging about this. That is the... That is the CEO of Alibaba who just announced that technology. Yes. Yeah, because nothing says they care about the environment like sending out millions and millions of pounds of cheap Chinese bullshit that will break within a day over cargo ships, Mr. Alibaba. <laughs> yeah. Just like when people are talking about green energy and say, you know, drive your Teslas, use your electric cars. And the amount of diesel it takes to mine the lithium, lithium to get the the fucking lithium for the batteries for these what, cars. Which one of you motherfuckers was it that pointed out that electric cars not technically green because the electricity it gets that, that fucking pops that, that most of the power. Why are you surprised that it's me? This is what I do all day. If I ever disappear, that's why. You know, because I'm like uh, putting connections together to put out a podcast and put out yeah, loud and the other night we were uh he just he pops on he's like are we gonna do the podcast it's like uh yeah he goes all right i need a few minutes i'm gonna i'm digging a rabbit hole it's like oh never mind i'll just wait till you get back yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean it, we have reached a point where we care more <laughs> about the environment than we do the people like, how <laughs> fucked up is that it's like we give more of a damn about plants than if, we do about humans. If which you is my outlook, which is not a healthy outlook, but if you believe that Mother Nature is the sacred being, it becomes its own religion. Leftism is a religion, whether anybody believes it, wants to admit it or not. But think about it this way: they sit here and they believe that we need to reduce carbon. The part of the sentence that they're not telling you is you are the carbon they want to reduce. Do you know how much fossil fuels it takes to recycle an aluminum fucking can? Do you know how much do you know how much fossil fuel it takes to convert a body into 
bio ash i don't i know you do (laughs) (laughs) none i just use four pounds of thermite i just call i just call arson um when Listen, when, when, I like fire. When you, when you when you spoke about Pops' uh, <laughs> rabbit holes, I just picture that scene in The Beautiful Mind when the wife goes into the uh, the shed in the backyard and there's all those articles all over the wall with strings connecting all of them and she's overwhelmed. Like, what the fuck? There's some guy in a radio room back there. Feeding okay, now imagine that, but it's all in my brain. I, I, I know, I know. And that's just, yeah. the, that's just the parlor. All right, that's just the parlor of his brain. <laughs> no, but the only news I don't get from Pops is traffic. Because I don't even trust the weather. <laughs> I, I get my weather from him, you know? Oh, oh, well, I, was, oh I, was, I was shocked to hell and back because Gigi was the one that brought up the shooting. And I hadn't heard a word about it because I was at work. I was like, do what? Wait, Pops didn't tell me first? I was <laughs> waiting for more details because it was fluid as hell for a while. Dude, the, the grandmother was dead. The grandmother wasn't dead. 14 dead. 15 dead. 16 the, dead. The hospital released wrong numbers in the beginning, yeah. too. The, the, there was a skirmish on the border first, and then it turns out that it was because the dude who went in and ended the shooting was, a, was a, an ICE Order, agent. Yeah. Yeah, a border agent who border went control. in and just yeah. capped the dude. Yeah. Because the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is either he runs out of ammo or a good guy with a gun. Right. And frankly, you should make all guns that mass shooters are going to use fully automatic. Because they haven't trained, they have no discipline, they may hit one-tenth of what they're aiming at. Which is way better than when they have to point and aim. Just say. People don't realize, too, the act of using an automatic weapon with an elevated adrenaline and heart rate is the chances of them, an untrained person, actually hitting their target is slim to none. Unless it's that one thing. I can't remember. I had it on the tip of my tongue. The gene. The what? The gene. We were talking about it the other day with the buffalo shooter. The... uh, The Manchurian candidate? Yes! I couldn't think of it. But even then... The like, gene? I'm like, I don't remember. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I know what it is. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yes, the only thing, he was a victim of MK... He was a victim of MK Ultra, a, a uh, Manchurian candidate, and uh, he was trained in some secret, super secret group, is and then brainwashed, that? and what... The reason I said Gene is because the word that I was associating with Manchurian was the fucking ramen. <laughs> that's all I could see is a picture of ramen. I was like, that's not right. That can't be right. Moving on. And then goes, goes. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't buy that stuff. I think that evil exists in the world, that evil is real, and that people plan this shit out in their heads way before they act. What's that statement that you, you and I have discussed it before, and you don't necessarily agree 100% with me, but the idea of a, 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 of, of a devil is redundant because there is no gauge to man's inhumanity to man. There is no depth that man will not go to. No depth of depravity, no, no moralist action 
that human beings will not do to another human. Simply, That's true. Simply for greed. Simply for personal gratification. That's I don't think that... I don't think that I don't think that the devil is irrelevant because I believe that uh, is it redundant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Isn't redundant because uh, mankind still needs to be reminded that they need to doubt their creator. And really, the very first sin was not the sin of pride. The very first sin created by man was to sit here and make woman go. Did God really say? And if you look at the sins in our society, it's all based off of, did God implicitly say that you had to sit here and show, you know, and all of these things. The Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth. It is not a 100%. Yes, it's an acronym. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Is that really what it stands for? No. <laughs> no, but that's wait, fucking awesome. Wait, 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 said the Catholic. Is that really what it's doing? <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, the same thing. it's just right. an acronym. Go okay. read your cataclysm. I mean, catechism again. Yeah. <laughs> cataclysm <laughs> is, cataclysm is, uh, revelations. Uh, <laughs> oh, I thought it was a World of Warcraft game. <laughs> <laughs> But have, no. you, have you noticed well, when we're talking about evil and the devil, I have heard more journalists, um, reporters, uh, public officials refer to this shooting as evil than I have than I can remember any other shooting. Because evil without understanding its root cause is a word that elicits an emotional response. Anything, because evil dehumanizes a thing. For example, if I sit here and I go, chum is an asshole, right? It is a yeah. true statement of fact, <laughs> right? But if I it sit here, more. but, and, and he likes it. Right. But <laughs> but people laugh at it because they know him enough. Right. But if I say that deep down, Tyr is an evil person, I dehumanize him. I make him the sinister object worthy of hatred and worthy of stripping him of personhood to make him an enemy, which is why when you see an argument going south, and it doesn't matter if it's left or right. They bring up emotionally charged terms like evil. He's evil. He's, and then they'll start to name despicable crimes that he's guilty of. And it's so much easier to hate someone and remove their personhood when you use emotionally charged terms. Right? Well, An asshole is not emotionally charged. That's well, evil. Yes. evil, and it's funny because the way and the way you say it, it makes so much sense, pops, and it's so true. And in my opinion, these words to, that even dehumanize people, and I'm not saying this in the case of the shooting, which Gigi just brought up, but I'm just saying in general, even the word evil has been so watered down because people use it as defense, use it as a defense when they're painted into a corner. And their argument and narrative isn't going their way, and they have no uh, nothing to, to to speak. They have nothing to say back. They they're stumped, so they go for a personal attack. 
everything is so watered down now, even like the word racist. But do you know why evil is more emotional than racist? Because look at who uses evil as a derogatory term. Lefties use it against people who are right, which are the traditional Christians or conservative beliefs. Evil is repugnant to us. It is more effective than racist. At this point, racist is just what we laugh at. Yeah, I'm an equal opportunity racist. I hate everybody equally. It's just like saying hi now. Like, you know, like that's how warded that hey. racism. Yeah, you know we were talking used- about how society has become so evil. And we talk about the shooter, and that's evil. We talk about the baby meal. Baby meal, that, that's evil. How about this? We have reached a point in our society that law has flip-flopped. There is that gentleman, uh, that, that, that gentleman, I'm not going to say that, that piece of shit teacher that was assaulting kids and they let him off and have no charges pressed against him because he's mentally ill. Well, the Bible tells us, woe unto those, and, and we'll change it slightly for the 21st century. Woe to those in society or woe to those societies that call evil good and good evil. It's in the Bible. I'll get you a scripture off of the podcast so that you I'm know. Do you own a Bible? No, just I'm going to need to get me one of those. <laughs> just, just steal one the next time you're in a hotel. Yeah, I'm sure I have one here. Shits and giggles. Yeah, there's here some. There's one here somewhere. Probably I have the Gideon, the Gideon Society will give them to you. <laughs> I think they're probably I, uh, with my rosary beads. So I have a, uh, a a big old school traditional family Bible that I got when I became a master mason. So I have that one, but I have a bunch of others. My my favorite one's actually the one that has the Hebrew, Greek, and English side by side. I have one of those. So when when we were speaking. You know, even about the word evil, like what I used to say to people, you know, being in recovery and I'd sponsor people and they talk about hate. Oh, they said they hate me. I would always say, well, hate's still an emotion. That means they still care in one way or another about you. Hate means that you. And that is only nowadays version of hate. Do you know by the dictionary definition, hate, very few people actually hate you, right? Like, we sit here and we had a podcast where we talked about white supremacy before the shooting. And we talked about, I laughed when I sit here and I said, the black people who run around right now that claim about white supremacy and the, and the clan and the hatred and the stuff they get have met somebody who doesn't talk the way they do, doesn't look the way they do, and may not necessarily agree with them 100%. And we live in a society that's so weak that they believe that they're being oppressed. But if they had actually ever met a racist, it is such a level of hate. It is such a level of disgust. They would know. And it would viscerally shock them. And if you want an example of it, look at Buffalo. That is the level of hate that most people can't comprehend. Oh, because we live in a society where we have watered down all of our emotions. Like, I love my wife and I love tacos are not the same thing, right? I don't know. 
Stop. Tacos. I, I love my wife more than I love any food item. I'm just going to tell you this right now. And it's I a different type of love. In languages other than English, there are other words for those terms. But same thing with hate. I, I hate Mondays is different than I hate you to your core simply for who you are. Are two totally different levels of hate. And people don't understand that. We have in we have infantilized our emotional state so much that we don't grasp the actual depth of what some words mean. So, like for, for what, a society what say, based uh, on feelings, we fucked up our emotional outlet so much to the point that we don't even know what our emotions are anymore. Fair. Well, that's All right. what I was going to get at. Was real quick. I'm sorry. Was that what I would say? Is hate still an emotion? For me, what happened to Buffalo was just not caring and having no feeling whatsoever towards anybody you know like it's beyond the hate you know for me that's how i felt about it you know like because like that is what hate becomes See, the opposite of love the opposite of love is not hate the opposite of love is apathy All it takes for evil to flourish is the inaction of good men. So I'm going to end this particular episode. I'm going to read you a quote that I didn't get to use in the live, but I really want to. When we sit here and we're faced with the evil that we are, I want to take this quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. If you don't know who he is, we can talk about him on a different episode. But he says, silence in the face of evil is, e is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak, and not to act is to act. And with that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tear. Thank you, Gigi. Thank you, Bjorn. By the way, I'm going to tag Gigi's TikTok handle in the description of the podcast episode. Make sure you give her a follow. We need mm -hmm. to get her to a thousand so we can mess with her. Yeah, the whole reason we went over an hour today is because Gigi wouldn't stop talking. Jesus. I mean, geez. well, you know what? We would go ahead and put a plug in for you, but you don't ever post anything, motherfucker. You have zero content. <laughs> zero. You have, yeah, you do have zero content. I, I have some content. I have a little have bit. Zero. We're going to hold I classes. I, I, I like to, you know. I, I yeah, don't place. do what I do. Do what he does. <laughs> <laughs> don't be an asshole like me. Don't no, no, no. speak so well for me. Don't be an, be asshole. an asshole like Tom. <laughs> don't be like me because then all of your shit gets shadow banned and nobody's ever going to see it anyhow. Unless oh. that's your goal. Hey, I got a video up. Nobody's ever <laughs> seen it, but I've got plenty of videos up. You realize that you posted something the other day, and I and you tagged me in it, and I didn't see it until today. Which one? I I um, can't remember off the top of my head, but you had, you had posted something in it, and I was tagged in it, and I, I it was on my FYP, and I was like, wait, I'm tagged in this. How did I not see this? I went and looked at my mentions; it wasn't even there. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how my TikTok life goes. I'm just there to post promos of you know bits of pieces of information and then uh and then uh plug the podcast that's it oh shit this is how you and your family survive if anything bad should ever happen boom did you say you just got the you got the the fire 
Firefox books? Yes. I put them nice. in Telegram. So, okay. So with that, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. Mm-hmm. See you. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>